You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. Welcome to My NFT Journey. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where I share my NFT journey as well as the journeys of others and lessons learned along the way to help you along your NFT journey, wherever you might be in that journey. Maybe you're just starting out trying to figure out what the heck is an NFT and do I want to get involved? Maybe you've been in the NFT space for a few months now and you just want to learn more like all of us because Something I keep hearing over and over again in the NFT world is there really aren't any experts. We're all just figuring this out as we go, and people are learning more and more every day. And today I've got a great guest for you, someone who has had a big presence, I would say, in Web 2 and is diving in big time into Web 3. Joseph Jaffe is the founder of Alpha Collective, a premium community that helps its members unlock the value and opportunities of the business of Web 3. He's also a five-time author. His latest book is called Built to Suck. He's a keynote speaker. He's spoken in over 50 countries, an adjunct professor at NYU and Western Connecticut University. And since the pandemic, he's been a talk show host and his daily streaming show, The Daily Show for Business, something like that, streams live at 1 p.m. Eastern every day. And to date, he has interviewed over 350 leaders from best-selling authors to C-suite executives. And I am fortunate to be one of those people who have been a guest on the live show last year. And Jaffe's also has his own cryptocurrency, a creator coin called the Jaffe coin, which I'm interested in digging into. So Joseph, welcome to the show. Well, that, I mean, that sounds impressive. I'm thinking like, I want to meet this guy. And and the, sh- the show began, I don't know if you know this, the show began, I called it Corona TV. I felt like poke the right. bear amidst all the despair and the sadness why not actually find some hope, positivity, and optimism? And, and then I recently rebranded it. The, the new name is Joseph Jaffe is not famous. Why would I be famous when I have famous guests like Andy Storch? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, we I think we connected through Clubhouse, something on social media, and uh, you invited me on the show. And it was a great experience and allowed us to build a relationship with just Another great example of all the great people you can meet out there on social media in different places. And I'm meeting a lot of great people through Web3 now, and I'm sure you are as well. And I'm excited to dig into all the things that you're doing there. But tell me, what does your journey into Web3 look like? I know you you started with, I think, create the creator coin first, or were you already into cryptocurrency? Were you into NFTs? Like, How did it all get started for you? It's so crazy to think... First of all, for me, I can honestly say 2021 sucked a lot more than 2020. Mm. Uh, I made it through 2020 uh, relatively unscathed, at least health-wise. You know, financially was an absolute mess because yeah. <laughs> no one was really booking keynote speakers yeah, and, speaking and, and holding events. Speaking completely went away. I remember that. And I was consulting. working on my book in 2020. And I'm like, I'm going to be a speaker. And then <laughs> this happened. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Completely and, and consulting. So so, right. so then 2021 dawns, the dawn of 2021, I find out that I need open heart surgery right. that came through when I had my physical. But at the same time, I ended up getting my own creator coin, my own cryptocurrency called the Jaffe coin. Now, with full disclosure, I pretty, pretty much I would say this, the full extent of my entire Web3 knowledge, let's say entire Web3 knowledge, was I'd heard of Bitcoin, <laughs> period, right. period, right. the end. That's like, it. No, okay. no Ethereum, no Cardano, no... Not some no I got NFT. in in 2011 and yeah, just nothing. heard of nothing. it. Nothing, 
apparently, apparently at CES, at the Consumer Electronics Show about six or seven years ago, I was given one or two Bitcoin and so was my business partner. How do I know that? Because she called me like a year ago, two years ago saying, I cannot find the password to our bit, to my Bitcoin. What did you do with yours? I said, I don't think I got anything. She said, no, we both got one or two Bitcoin. Oh. I didn't even remember getting it. So I don't feel bad because I don't even remember. <laughs> I probably thought like it's nothing and I threw it away. Right. But so I come into this thing and, and I had no idea that this would change my life. And it is life changing. The Jaffe coin now is a top 10 coin on the entire rally.io network. So from a market cap standpoint and and the thing, I mean, we can talk about coins as well. The, 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 the whole thing about this coin, besides being a cryptocurrency branded as well, yeah. is num number one is the hold economy, which is the same thing with NFTs, which is you yeah. can, just by holding it, you are getting value and utility. And so is the other person on the other side. And the yeah. other one is Rally has this reward system. And uh, I haven't missed a week of rewards. So mm. every single week, I get rewards and my, my entire community gets rewards. So you got to fast forward all the way post-surgery. And I've probably been in hospital three times already because I had some complications. And I remember so, you you had your open heart surgery like right after you interviewed me on your show, I think. We, we talked June about my journey 23rd. through cancer. Yeah. yeah. And then like the next week you were going into surgery. I know. And June, June 23rd was my surgery. I actually checked on it. You and I were like doing it together, but September 21st is when I got my first NFT. Mm. I bought it on OpenSea. I didn't even know what the hell was I was doing. It was 0.17, which probably was still minting at the time for 0.03 or something. I, I mean, I had no idea what I was doing, but I tell you, I will, I will never sell that NFT mm. Uh, until until the end of time, until yeah. I leave this earth, because it's my first NFT. Yeah. For, for many people, you know, that it was a gift for, and I've done that. I've I've broken many NFT virginities <laughs> by sending them a free NFT. I love doing that actually. Yeah. But yeah, that was my first one on OpenSea. I probably didn't even go back to OpenSea for, for about two or three months. And what um, was the first one? And, and it's why called did you broad, broadcasters because. Because it was basically men and women with with their heads were t uh, television screens, like old old school, okay. you know, kind of television screens. And um, and I bought it because Francine Hardaway, who you know, as part of a Twitter back channel, she also has a, a Rally uh, .io coin. She said, "Oh, Joe, this is perfect for you because my first book was called Life After the Thirty Second Spot." And mm -hmm. has a tele has a similar image on the, on the front cover of the book, and so I was like, okay, you know, like this. But I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what it was worth. It, it probably was weeks after that before I even bought another. Before I actually minted my first, and I and I think the first one I minted was Chibi, which Chibi Galaxy. But but mm -hmm. that was that was the experience. And then I got to a. I mean, I, I'll kind of stop there. But I'll tell you. You know, it got to a point where every day I was multi, uh, I was minting two to three a day, yeah. And I was in this frenzy, and now it's like you know, a week or two can go by where I don't even touch it because of the winter is here. Mm. So I want to expound upon that because I, I think what what you described is is fairly common. I also got 
pulled in and was addicted. And, and it seemed like every other day I was minting something or buying something. And uh, you know this is going to blast off and this is a good opportunity over here. And then I think for me and for maybe others too, at some point you, you got to slow down. You think, okay, either I run out of money or I just can't stay at this pace or I can't pay attention to everything. So maybe I need to slow down and just invest in a few things that I really care about. You also mentioned the word winter, which a lot of people refer to the coming of a quote NFT winter when everything like dips back down, the bubble bursts, whatever. What did you mean by that? And, and why have you slowed down with your purchases? Well, I think a couple of things have happened. We we spoke about the NFT winter was coming, you know, it'll play yeah. on Game of Thrones. And I think what's really happened now is there are a couple of things that have contributed. One of them, obviously through the volatility and the pullback with respect to crypto itself, um, has been huge. You know, Bitcoin was what, 68,000 today, sitting at about 39, 40, maybe 41,000. Yeah, about 40,000. Ethereum, you know, and ETH, you know, similar, but there have been so many rug pulls and so many scams and high profile ones that I think people have got a little skittish. That and this idea that that the shine is worn off in terms of what it takes for a collection to be able to attract value, retain value, and ultimately grow organically, exponentially, or otherwise, where the blue chip NFT, the the V friends, the board A. I mean, the blue chips are just like in the in the in the real world, blue chips. They aren't mm-hmm. thousands of them. You can count them in this case on two hands or a right. few hands. But what's really happened is is we've realized that this is a this is a period, a great period for for the space. Because what's happening now is we're all we've all taken a step back in term in in order to move a giant leap forward. And what I mean by that is what we've realized is that with respect to 21-year-olds, you can't be a 21-year-old and know how to run a business. You can't be a 24-year-old and know how to fundraise and be able to satisfy your shareholders. And I'm using these words quite deliberately, because at the end of the day, an NFT collection, which we can call a proxy for a community, but at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. it is an alternative fundraising model. Instead of going to friends and family and bootstrapping and angels, you're now going to do a first raise in the form of a Genesis Mint, and then another raise in the form of an actual Mint. And then maybe there's an expansion or derivative project. And then maybe there's a token that's issued. But that's all that's really happening here. And and what we've proven is that in order to have longevity and endurance and be able to to last, you've got to have a long-term vision. And that is something that I believe experience is going to count now more than ever before. So I think that's part of this winter The you know, I mean, I, I support women run and women led projects almost unconditionally, but we've seen even several of them that were so hyped that sold out in seconds mm-hmm. that are now just floundering and languishing because, mm. because there isn't, you know, there isn't a plan. There isn't a longer term vision, which yeah. is not, which is by the way, not to say that they won't realize it. It's just right. that what's what's happened, and you've seen this, Andy, is that is that we live in this 
ridiculous world of instant gratification. Yeah. Where we're within four hours of the mint. Why is the floor tanking? What's going on? Right. All, all the FUD, the fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So what's really happened now is I've taken it, set it and forget it. I've bought all these NFTs. I've put them away. I mean, and and I'm not going back and checking them 48,000 times a day. Now right. that, and there's something else which I think is quite significant. I call it, I call it 27 announcements. Mm. What I mean by that is I go back periodically, occasionally to all the Discord servers mm. that from all the, the, the NFTs that I've bought, and I look at how many announcements there are that are unread announcements. First time I ever did that, I saw one that had 27 announcements. Mm. And I thought, clearly, there is action going on. There is life in the old dog yet, yes. right? And those are clearly the ones that I'm going to pay attention to and maybe buy another one and maybe actually mm. elevate that Discord server. But the ones where I see one announcement, as far as I'm concerned, as Gary Vee said, that project is going to zero, you yeah. know, stick a fork in them, they're cooked. Right. There's just not much going on. And I have some of those where it's like, oh, nothing has been going on for a while. And they can say, oh, we're building behind the scenes. But the problem is in the NFT space, things move so fast. People have expectations. They want that communication, that regular communication and transparency. And when they haven't heard from you in a week, people are like, what is going on with this? I need to get out of here. And, and people dump and it keeps the keeps the floors low, unfortunately. Well, there's, there's, the, there's the dump and then there are just people that forget you know, yeah. I, I've always said as a marketer, you know, before the pandemic, uh, I once was a marketer. Well, I, I still am and, and I teach marketing. So that's what I am, uh, how I still stay connected to it. But but I always said, you know, you, you want people to love you. You can't stand it when they hate you. But I, I once wrote a, a blog post called Embrace Hate. And what I meant by that was like, I was talking about Crocs, mm. Croc shoes, where people said, yeah. I hate this shoe. This is the ugliest shoe ever. But right. what we want is for people to have an, an emotion, a feeling, a reaction. Yeah. And, 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 and our biggest enemy is apathy and indifference. So if that is yeah. true, and it is, yeah. then it's true about, about NFT collections now. When we forget an NFT collection, as far as we're concerned, they are at zero. Yeah. Reminds me, I heard an interview once with the CEO of Spirit Airlines, and he was saying that everybody always complains about our airline and hates us, but they always come back because the prices are the lowest. You know, so but they get they get that, like everyone knows that brand, even if they think they hate it. So that's an interesting point. When you were getting into NFTs, what was something that you really struggled to figure out or a big question you had that maybe you did figure out, but something that you think a lot of other people could be struggling with the same thing? I mean, the thing about NFTs was that I didn't have a code. I use the, the you know, like Dexter, the, uh, the serial killer with a conscience. He has a mm. code that he lives by. I never had a code that actually could help me. Fanzo calls it a trust score, his version of it, I suppose. Mm. But it's the ability to, to know when to push and when to pull or pull back. And I've become much better, my spidey sense in a way, of knowing when a when a project is right for me and when it isn't and and who to trust and who not to trust so it was very difficult to discern at the beginning and so for example an element of my code is going to be if they have three it, it's almost like in in many respects it's how to how to spot what what they call a rug pull but it's not always necessarily a rug pull sometimes mm -hmm. it's just the inexperienced founder that actually yeah. gets overwhelmed and runs away. 
but as opposed to a scam. But for example, a Discord that has 300,000 members or a Twitter account that has 87.5K or, you know, uh, or a mint that is generally, that isn't a, what I would call a B2B mint. So the Alpha Collective, which we'll talk about, is minting at one ETH. Mm. But, but this, is a, this is a business to business value proposition. But if it's a consumer value proposition, you know, grumpy pandas, irritated llamas, you know, uh, you know, yeah. o- OCD newts, whatever. I yeah. mean, w- w- when they're going to market and minting at 0.25 or 0.3 or 0.5, I mean, it says basically avoid like the plague. And it's not about liquidity. It's about the fact that no project should ever go to market at that level. Yeah. You know, so so I had to develop my own and I had to develop it through trial and error and generally making more mistakes, more wrong moves than right Same. moves. But now it's like it's it's trust the code and live by the code and trust your gut. Yeah. And I think it's really helpful to have other people that you can talk to about that stuff as well. So did you start developing friendships in the Web3 space? I know you, I mean, I know I've interacted with you on Clubhouse. I know you talked a bunch with, with Gary Henderson, who has his own project and had his creator coin, but did you start connecting with others to, so you could run these ideas by people? Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think that I'm very grateful to Clubhouse, for example, the fact that that you know Clubhouse is responsible for you and I meeting, right? And and the thing about Clubhouse, Clubhouse became a great way for me to find guests for my show because I could just listen to them and I could be like, this person is yeah. insanely smart or awesome, yeah. and so it was like an audition built in where I could just say, hey, you want to be on my show, and in and in your case, you're like, hey, that looks great. But yeah. there was also the pre qualification there, which is I could go and look at your bio and you could look at mine. Right. You know, so like like Googling, like Googling a date, you mm-hmm. know, now um apparently I wouldn't know. So uh, you know, be married for too long. Yeah. Which is not to make it sound bad. Right. Uh, that's but good. but that's good. you know, it's it's hard to develop real friendships in text. And yeah. you know, in, in many respects, a lot of the real good friends I've made, I've developed I've developed even more of a relationship through a Twitter DM, but that's because they're fellow rally coin holders Mm. and we'd see each other on Zoom. So I'm a huge, huge believer in the power of audio and video as a way to build relationships. I think it's really, really hard to do that in a Discord channel through text. However, of course, what Discord brings to the table is audio. So every morning, you know, speaking of Gary Henderson, every morning I'm at coffee, I don't even know how I do it at 5 a.m. Yeah. And building and 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 you know, you your voice is a is a window to your soul. Mm. And of course, you know, the it's a, it's it's interesting because I have a streaming video show, but what video does, what it gives us is a little bit more color and a little bit more flesh on on the bones of audio, <laughs> so to speak. But I, I fully, fully anticipate that what we're doing right now. I mean, this is an audio podcast, but we can see each other right now. But if this was two avatars or, or emojis or emojis, I think that would be fine too, to be honest. Yeah, which is where we're going with the metaverse, right? Is allowing people to connect more in different ways than they would, wouldn't otherwise be able to do because they're not in the same proximity. Joseph, we're going to wrap this up here. And in part two, we're going to dig into this new collective that you're starting, the Alpha Collective, because I can't wait to find out more about that and how people can get involved. But for 
now, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, you mentioned having conversations on Discord and Twitter. Where are you most active these days, and and what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, so if they if they want to and uh, if they want to check out the show, they can just go to youtube.com forward slash Joseph Jaffe is not famous, and we'll talk about it in part two. But Alpha Collective is alphacollective.xyz. My rally coin is rally.io, and it's just forward slash creator forward slash Jaffe J A F F E. And in terms of of my persona, my online brand, I'm Jaffe Juice on pretty much every platform. So they can find me at Jaffe Juice. Cool. Uh, Links to that. And uh, yeah, people should go check out your live show every afternoon streaming and it's on YouTube. And of course, I've been a guest as well. So thanks for being here and we will talk more soon. I can't wait. Thanks again for listening to My NFT Journey. Hey, I wanted to take a moment to let you know that our podcast right now is sponsored by Voice.com. Yeah, Voice is an easy place for creators to create carbon-neutral NFTs. That's right. You may have heard about NFTs from the outcry around environmental impact and how much energy is being burned by Bitcoin and Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies and NFTs and tokens traded on the blockchain. Well, Voice is 65,000 times more energy efficient than Bitcoin and 17,000 times more energy efficient than Ethereum. So if you're looking to create some NFTs very easily or buy some NFTs, especially low-cost NFTs, very easily with US dollars and without burning lots of energy or impacting the environment, then check out voice.com. I am working on creating my own collection of NFTs on voice, and I've found so far that it's extremely easy. All you need is the right graphic, the right strategy, or what you want to create. Decide what you want to give to people when they buy the NFTs, and then go set it up. It only takes a few minutes. So go check it out, voice.com, and let me know what you think.